hello, hello, and welcome to the Sister Love Untethered and Under the Radar podcast. Greeting urban kings, the queens, duchess, happy holidays to all you dukes. This is your Sister Love, Sonia Songbee, and be, because I rock, you rock, we rock. For a sister extraordinaire complete, our special guest and co-host on the throne today is Hazel J. So let's get this thing rocking with Hazel J. Hey. What's happening, my sister? Nothing much. I'm grateful to be here. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your guest. I am happy to have you, sister. It's been such a long time. We go back quite a ways. How far do we go back? Yes, indeed. Um, I think we go back all the way to 2011, 12? Probably about 11 and 12. Yes. It's been a while. So it's, it's so wonderful to see my beautiful sister Hazel J in the house. She is an author. She is a relationship specialist. She is a poet. She is a visionary. Um, she does so many wonderful things. Uh, first of all, I want to say that Hazel J is the author of uh, several books by now. In particular, I want to say uh, she has a book called uh, Real Talk, and which is intimate discussions on life, love, and relationships. And my sister, y'all, has a book that is called Girl, Wear Your Big Hat. Unleash Your Tailor-Made Purpose by Miss Hazel J. MBA, M-E-D, and Transformation and Lifestyle Coach. Yay, Hazel in the house. So, I I have to say what's good with you, sister. Uh, First of all, it's been a while, uh, and I just want to say, how are you surviving this week? I am actually not surviving. I am... Thriving. That's what we want to hear. Tell us yes. about thriving. How how we can all well first of all, tell us what you've been up to, sister. So since the last time or since our first interaction well, or no, let's say what you've been up to in the last two two years. What are the or, or the last year? What are what do you what have you done significantly? What do you got going that you're excited and motivated about? All right, all right. So I'll go back two and a half years. Okay. So two and a half years, I made the decision to listen to the voice of God and move to Georgia, to oh. Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, and that's from coming from Oakland, Coming right? from Oakland, California, my where I grew up, spent majority of my life, made the choice to make that big move to, to, to Georgia. And What was the um, motivation for it? I don't know. Okay. It was really just listening to to, to the, voice. God, the voice of God. And so it's so funny because when I got there, you know, things were, I was like, oh, I'm just going to fill it out. Like, even though I said I was listening to him, I was still like, oh, <laughs> I don't know about this. We question God and, sometimes. And, and so it got to the point to where it was like July, like the, the 12th or something like that. And I was like, mm. look, God, now you done told me to come here. Hmm. I came. Mm-hmm. It's not working out the way that I thought. Mm-hmm. So uh, I need you to give me a job mm-hmm. in a place mm-hmm. by July 15th. Okay. Or I'm going back home. Okay. <laughs> How'd that work out? I'm still in Georgia. Trials and tribulations. God is good. Yes. So 
um, by that Monday. So that was like a Thursday, Friday. I told my uncle, he was like, girl, whatever. I was like, okay, watch. um, That Monday I had a job. I got hired on as a teacher and I got my place. And so we've been there ever since. And, you know, life since being there has changed drastically. More so my perspective Mm -hmm. on a lot of things. My mindset is just totally shift. Mm. Now, you're the mother of how many? Of four children. Okay. So you uprooted your children and with faith. With faith. And, And my faith activated all the abundance that has come as a result of walking, taking action. Right. Yes. Taking that, that leap. Yes. I, I, I love that. It's yes. inspirational. I always believe that, you know, we can't blind faith. Walking in blind faith don't mean in total blindness is that you already have a vision in your mind. Mm-hmm. The faith is that you got to take the steps. Mm-hmm. So, You know what? Life is one foot in front of the other. You just keep walking. Mm -hmm. And you did that, sister. Yes. Yes, yes. And so so I taught for about two years. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. I taught fifth grade. Okay. And I taught second grade. Okay. The babies are awesome. I love them. Mm -hmm. But the... You know, just certain things. No, 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 no. It had nothing to do. It was administration. Oh, okay. Okay. It was horrible. Politics, all that stuff. But um, in the midst of all of that, like I, you know, I had to rely more so on God. So, because I'm like, okay, God, you know, sent me to this, you gave me this Mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. And here, um, abuse um, on the job Mm. was real. Wow. Like it's real. The lessons. And, um, but still, and I was like, I'm not coming back. Yeah. I refused. And then God brought me back again. And so um, moving forward, 2018 in January, I got injured. And, um, mm. you know, that earlier took me this out. Year? Earlier this year, I got injured. A student tried to push me down the escalator. And well, my, wait a minute. What grade is this? Second grade. And it wasn't his fault. He oh, has, okay. He has a lot of additional things going on. Okay. And um, the principal made him come with me on the field trip because she didn't want to deal with him. Okay. Um, So he came and, you know, that was the result. But God's blessing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That happened to me, got me off work, okay. but I still have the income coming in to sustain me Amen. enough. Right. So that's where I was able to find the time to be able to invest in my children at school. Yes. Write my books. I have three books, actually. And, and give, let's give, tell me the names of the other books. We've got two here. So again, the, the first, first one, the first book published this year is called Real Talk. Intimate Discussions of Love, Life, and Relationships. Uh-huh. And it includes um, 11 authors, 12 in total, which includes myself. Mm-hmm. And the book is um, is basically about relationships are a part of life. We all experience them. Whether good or bad or ugly, our relationships give us powerful life lessons to mold us, shape us, and define who we become. And so we're just in this book, we're just sharing our our stories, mm-hmm. our triumphs, tragedies, tragedies mm-hmm. successes, failures, and so forth. And um, so what you can look for is to hear these wonderful, powerful stories uh, from 12 women who come from diverse backgrounds, just sharing what got them to where they are today. And they're, each one of them are doing some phenomenal things right now as a result of this book. Wow. You know what? That's awesome. And it's awesome how God brought you together to meet 
the women who were working on this t- project to be a part yes, of this. Yes, yes. That, that's, that's a blessing, you yes. know, how God moves. So your, I see that your, uh, your chapter is on page 87. Yes. And it starts with iGlow in 2013. Tell, yes. tell us a little bit about that. So iGlow, iGlow actually was birthed from my, my trials and tribulations, pain, hurt, disappointment, molestation, um, abuse, and so mm-hmm. forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in grad school, business school, and that was a point in my life to, at that time in my life, where um, I was struggling through school. I found out I had a learning disability. Well, I already knew, but it finally, mm-hmm. after 38 years mm-hmm. plus, finally was um, came out. pinpointed. And yes, it came out basically. And so... And what was um, that, if you don't mind me asking? I have, just, a, I have a processing okay. challenge. So just it so that me, some of us might yes. may, maybe understand and identify that with ourselves. Yes, so it takes me... I need very clear cut mm-hmm. instructions yeah. um, and it still takes me a minute to process exactly what is being required for me to really understand it. Right. So it just, it, I had to learn how to, to adjust yeah. accordingly, which is why I, um, I made it through school mm-hmm. because I'm very creative and, and my creativity carried me as long as it could, yes. right? And you you also have a, a spirit of determination. Let's not ignore that. Oh, yes. Because, you know, you have to have, for people to be willing to, to even recognize that they're, they're flawed and that they have some area of vulnerability or, you know, that's lacking or, or an inability that impacts their success moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a lot of people, adults, mm-hmm. we, we don't want to face it. Yes. Or or with children, we see people, they get upset and you wonder, well, what's wrong with this child? They're not willing to listen. And there could be some other things. Exactly. So exactly. as an adult, you discovered that and you overcame that. Yes. And, and, and I remember wanting to, I went into the bathroom, I bust my tail to pass this econ final mm. and I got, I think, a D. Mm-hmm. I mean, I bust my tail. They gave me more time and everything, mm-hmm. but I explained to them, giving me more time doesn't help me process the right. information. Right. It just gives me longer time to be stuck right. <laughs> and trying to figure it out. <laughs> so I know um, exactly what you're talking about. I just took a, a construction uh, class that I had to deal with a lot of math, and I haven't done that in, in mm-hmm. years. And I was never someone that was great at with algebra or pi or mm-hmm. you know volumes and things like that. And I thought I'm not gonna make it. I'm adult. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Even in this class, you know, mm-hmm. questioning myself as someone who is a creative person. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not my strength. Mm-hmm. It you stretched know, recognized you. As, yes, it, it did. Stretched you. It it, did. it, it it's gro- it, that experience when. Yeah, you have. I had to learn, and I'm sure that you went through that process as well, to be comfortable with being uncomfortable right. in what is going to most definitely get you to a place that is in alignment with what your purpose is. Yes. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of so, sense. So yeah, so yeah, that's what I had to learn to do. At that point, at Mills College, I was. That's the school I went to. Mm-hmm. I was in the bathroom wanting to commit suicide like it was it was was that that it was that difficult yeah but as a result as going through all of that I'm like okay God what am I supposed to what do you want me to do and he gave me eye glow Mm. and it was help folks who do not have access Mm -hmm. who who are who need who needs a 
a life coach who needs, mm-hmm. and I love entrepreneurship, so it was mm-hmm. a way to infuse both of them together. So what iGlow initially was created for was to provide personal development coaching to women who were incarcerated or formerly incarcerated, yes. get them through the personal development piece, and then from there, once they graduated that program for 14 weeks, then they transitioned into the entrepreneurship piece. Okay. Because the thinking behind it was that, um, and, and what I've observed is that many, many people, no matter their, their status, demographics, or what have you, mm-hmm. many people fall short, not because they don't have access, not because they don't have capital, right. but because they question that stuff within themselves. That ability. inward stuff right. is preventing them from from maintaining, cultivating, sustaining, right. or even really believing that they're good enough to even achieve it. Yes. You know, so. you know that's why I know years ago you and I talked and I said, we need to partner. <laughs> you know, we make, we make a, you know, yes. hey, you never know what's to happen in the future. No, and it, I love it. Because I had something called Me First. Uh-huh. And I think I shared that with you some time ago. And it's about maximizing excellence. I think so, yeah. Yes, and it, you know, and it was the, uh, actually financial education piece, but the, the, the self-empowerment mm. and encouragement. Okay. And then from there, then they would go on, only certain ones that are ready for it, then go on to the entrepreneurial piece. So you get it. Yeah, oh, oh, exactly. Oh, I get it. I hear you. Look, I hear okay. you. So I'm an extension of what you already envisioned and put out there in the atmosphere. Yes, yes. yes that's that's what, awesome. It makes me smile. It makes I glow. Yes, I glow. <laughs> so tell me, does I, is I glow an acronym for anything? Or? I glow stands for I am golden, legendary, original, and wondrous. I love and our, it. And our motto is looking inward to solve outward problems. Right. Yes. Oh, I love this. Now, you're planning to um, make it into a nonprofit. Is that correct? Yes. So there's two, there's going to be two sides to it. One is the, the, um, the for-profit piece of it where I go into corporations yes. and provide personal development coaching, coaching and so forth. Uh-huh. And then it's the nonprofit where I am able to go into the jails and the prisons right. and provide services. In fact, in Georgia, I'll be starting um, to provide life skill services to Rockdale County mm-hmm. Jail, mm-hmm. working with the women through the prison ministry at my church, oh, New wow. Life. Yes. So super excited about that. Now, is New buy. Life a really large? Uh, yes. Is it like uh, in different states? No, that I don't. Oh, I mean, okay. the name itself, it's yes. But it sound, I guess because I've hear, heard hear the it, new yes. life. Okay. Yes. Well, it makes sense to have a lot of churches with that name. Yes. who doesn't want to start a new life? But your your particular congregation is uh, primarily in... It's in Decatur, yes. Okay. In Decatur, okay. Georgia, off of Candale Road. Shout out to Pastor Harris. Um, but the, the book, they're going to... They purchased... The prison ministry has purchased... 40 copies of the book. Oh, that's bring it into the Yes, and the Girl, book is Wear called, Your Big Hat? What? Yes. Girl, Wear Your Big Hat, Unleash Your Tailor-Made Purpose. Oh, that's yes. awesome. And it's a guidebook. So it's guiding right. women through this their, is wonderful. their journey. Yes. Yeah, so I see that... Uh, I glow, and I see you at Oakland, California. So you're still giving Oakland. Oh yes, most uh, definitely. A big shout out. Okay, and it's dedicated to moms who have struggled to own and brand their tailor-made big hat. Yes, ladies. And uh, she's got some wonderful uh, recommendations. 
uh, about unleashing your tailor-made purpose in the book. And I see you have uh, where you write uh, write down your personal snapshot. Mm-hmm. Um, this is absolutely a wonderful workbook. Some yes. statements. And you know what? This is exactly how I envision my me first. Awesome. Really very pretty, pretty, pretty similar because it would be a workbook. Mm-hmm. Proactive. And I love this. Thank You've got you. a CEO of Yahoo. She's got a quote from her, uh, Oprah Winfrey, Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, really powerful. Sheryl Sandberg. Um, you know, and these are uh, some of the people that I look towards and uh, your, your tailor-made purpose. I love this workbook. So Thank you would you. use this as uh, to work with the, um, the women. Mm-hmm. In prison, and how long would your uh, well actually no? The book no? is not for just women in okay. prison. The book is for Anyone. any woman, right? However, I was fortunate enough to um, to oh, be asked if yes, would come in if I would come in and Teach help. It. Yes. Oh, yes. So how 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 long is your that contract? I mean, that you would work with the group of women in the prison? Just well, curious. because it's it's not it's the jail. This They're one jail. is the jail, the uh-huh. county jail, and you know it turns over rapidly. Oh, so but, you may have different. Yeah, you you probably going to have different okay. women, but coming in, um, and coming in and out. Mm-hmm. But the book itself is geared to be. If you go through it weekly, it's it's definitely doable to have completed within um two months. Okay, two to three months. Okay, to be transformative. To be you know, really- uh, I, I can't recall who said it, but uh, one of the special uh, leaders, or I would say. Uh, inspirational uh, persons. I know I've heard the quote that in order to really make a change, you need to dedicate at least two months to changing behaviors mm-hmm. if you want to impact behavioral. Yes. That's great. So this is wonderful. So with this book, it is her personal mission to help uh, uh, help mothers gain the courage to break through self-destructive habits, strength, and work through their fears and the steadfast to cultivate their greatness by looking inward to solve outward problems. This is something is not just women. I think women, youth, men, people that are, you know, recently uh, incarcerated, reentry groups. There's a lot of people that need need the help. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they have to know that they need it. But really more important are the people that are thirsty. They know mm-hmm. they need something, mm-hmm. you know. So, wow, this is outstanding. So, okay. And then with that now, your first book, your very first book was... uh, The very first book this year, yes. Yes. I love it. This is, you know, congratulations on that. Thank you so much. And then I, can I just say, yes. I also have a children's book. Oh, tell me yes. about this. Now, it's is it called, out now? It is out. Yes. Shout out to my illustrator, Cameron Wilson. If you ever need an awesome illustrator, he is the man. Really? He's in um, Florida, but he's totally awesome. Okay. I'm in Georgia, so clearly we have not met. Okay. He's awesome. But the name of the book is called A through Z Inventors Who Look Like Me. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. And A through Z. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. I am so sorry you don't have that with you today. But uh, one of the things we're going to do with the two books, I'm going to make sure that we get a photo of this. Okay. Or a link and put it on uh, the Sister Love website. Oh, awesome. Thank and you. And a link to where how you can purchase uh, Hazel J, Lady J's book. Yes. And uh, so tell us, uh, yes, tell me more about A through Z 
uh, inventors that look like me. I love it. I love the name. I'm so excited about this project. So A through Z inventors. So my background is in education. And clearly, like I said, I have struggles and so forth. So I wanted to, and I love history. I learned that um, it may seem funny to you. It might seem shocking, actually, to you guys. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize um, that I was, quote, unquote, black. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know what that meant mm-hmm. because I'm Sri Lankan and black, but I grew yes. up predominantly in a different setting. And so, like, color was not a thing. Right. We didn't, my my family never taught color. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, when I moved to Oakland, when I was 12, Miss Hodge um, from Elmhurst Element, Elmhurst Middle School, mm-hmm. she, she was a, his, she was an English teacher, but she taught us history and she's the first person who shared with me the wonders of black people, mm-hmm. like what they've done. I was like, from that point on, I fell in love with history about us, black history. Oh, wow. And so with that, it took me into San Francisco State, mm-hmm. um, majoring in black studies with the emphasis in juvenile justice. Wow. And um, from there, you know, that's just been my, that's been my thing. And so basically what I did was I, I um, found a way to infuse my education background and history background. Mm-hmm. So basically what the book does, it esteems, because again, I'm about transformation and yes. building and confidence is super important, especially for our, our black children who struggle in these Eurocentric Their identity yes, paradigms because it doesn't teach um, people of color how to really express themselves and find value in who they are so they can thrive in whatever, you know, they make the choice to do. Right. So with this book, it was geared to one, teach you definitely about history of Mm -hmm. at least 22 black men and women who have contributed to this country. Right. And with that also, it gives rich tier two and tier three vocabulary describing the inventors. Okay. So are these, this is almost like, sounds like it falls under STEM category, the book a little bit. It could, it Uh definitely could, it definitely could. Um, And then as well as, so in addition to the, the history and the rich vocabulary, it also does this thing where it's reinforcing how awesome that person is, the child who's reading the book. Okay. The reader. So how what awesome age they is are. then would you say it targets? So the book actually targets K through fifth grade. Okay. Yes. Wow. K through fifth grade. I'm looking forward to seeing that book. You gotta yes. make sure that you send me the link. Yes, I will. I will. Okay. I will. Oh wow. So that's interesting about now t- tell me about your Sh- Sri Lankan uh heritage and background. I mean, how the, is it on your maternal side or paternal? It's paternal. Um, however, my dad got caught up in being Americanized, mm. so he didn't teach us okay. about who we were in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you have a connection with any other family members? Oh, on, on Facebook. I love Facebook because okay. I can talk to all my family. Right. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool though because you know it's an it's an eye opener. It allows me being biracial or bicultural. Mm-hmm. It has allowed me to be able to see things from through many perspectives okay yes through many perspectives 
I my name is Hazel J, but my birth name is Hazel Visaka Jazirio. Okay. So um okay. yeah, so you know, it's pretty cool. Wow. I love it. Well that's unique. I mean we're such a prism of people. You can't always just say or pinpoint and that's why I dedicate this show to uh sister love extraordinaires and babe, black and brown. Uh, extraordinary women. Yes. You know? So that's what it's all about. That's you know? what it is. And empowering that. Yes. Wow. So, well, you've been busy in the pursuit of happiness and, and building and impacting life. Um, so this year, or, or have you done anything recently of yourself? But we do a little segment called the Pursuit of Happiness Challenge. And really what it is is that, you know, dedicating something. I, I challenge women that and our listeners to do something purposely within a week dedicated to themselves, just one thing, whatever that may be. So it doesn't have to be in the last week or let's say in the last month, but is there anything? Number one, you're here. Yes. You came out here. Yes. <laughs> in pursuit of happiness and amongst other things, but anything specific that you want to share that, uh, well, Coming out here was definitely intentional. Um, I would say over the last week, some great things that I, I I made the choice to do was, one, be able to give back to my community because I miss Oakland so much. Mm-hmm. It's just unfortunate that I can't afford to live here anymore. Yeah, it's <laughs> off the chain. <laughs> but um, being able to go to McClyman's and work with the ninth grade girls. Oh, wonderful. And um, See, that's do this workshop called The Power of You. Oh. And I had the girls create a vision board work, um, a vision board and, you know, those different things and write a love letter to themselves. So oh, that was really awesome. I love that. Um, and that was Friday. And in addition to that, Thursday, myself and this sister named Rashida, we um, got together at Starry Plow in Berkeley mm-hmm. and did an open mic and a clothing drive oh. to um, collect winter essentials for the unhoused community okay. in, in Oakland. And so that was awesome. And we were able to... Um, what is it? Bunch High School in West Oakland. Yes, they partnered with iGlow and allowed us to bring the clothes there, okay. so they can then distribute it into the community. So it's just a really beautiful oh, thing wow. to have different organizations, conscious, um, conscious daughters. I think um, it was a total of about four different organizations. Okay community members coming together to to make this happen for our community which is a beautiful thing i super yeah i loved it i could see you glowing just talking thank about you it. yes I, <laughs> I you just don't understand how much i love giving back to the community um and then really the super soup something that's even just more personal for me more mm-hmm. than that something i did for and to myself was cut off my hair I cut oh, my hair off. Oh, did you just do that recently? Yes. So I was battling. I was torn between should I let it grow because the older right. I get, the um, the 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 longer it takes for my hair to grow. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> it, well, you see, I've changed totally. Uh, I went from dreads, uh-huh. you know, and they were pretty lengthy, yes. lengthy, 
And I think three years ago, I just cut them all off. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just twisting and just doing a little natural me. Mm -hmm. It's like without excuses, unapologetically, Uh this is me. I got to love me as I am. So anything that's going to come from me, it's meant for me to be and they're going to accept me wholeheartedly. Yes, exactly. So it's free. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so, yeah, I cut my hair off. Oh, I like it. I like the color. It's it's a little brighter than mine, but it's close. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, so I love it. It was interesting because I was sharing. I said, you know, each time I cut my hair, as I look back and I started back in 2013 when I lost my brother, it's always been some type of transition. That's amazing. It's the same year I lost my dad. Wow. It was a a year of transitioning. I had to just, I kind of had to withdraw Mm -hmm. and, you know, contemplate and just, you know, go in. Yes. Stop, pause. Yes. And be silent for a while. Yes. Yes. And that was the time when I lost my brother, when I started grad school, business school, when I I I was just had my baby, my youngest, who's now, well, I had him a year. He wasn't quite a year, but going through postpartum. So it was just a whole bunch of things. And my hair was like, to the middle of my back. Oh, and that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. the only thing that I could really just control. Wow. And so as I reflected yesterday, I was like, you know what? Me cutting my hair is really when things seem like it's starting to get out of control for me. Yes. That's the way that I'm able to say. But it's nice say, and thick though. Yes. I'm grateful. That's the way I'm able Be to grateful have for that. <laughs> control. Yes. People say it all the time. And it's so funny because my hair was like. 20 times thicker than this. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, growing okay. up. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. I have thick hair. Now it's thinned out. And that's the other thing with the dreads. I had to let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, and when I, one day I looked under a certain light and I had looked, I was like, wait a minute, why are my edges looking so thin? I realized the weight of it. And when I would wash it and put that heavy weight and tie it up and then it would shrink mm-hmm. and tighten, it was pulling out mm-hmm. and it would be so sore. It's like, why is my head so sore? And I just realized it was just time. Plus I wanted to cut out negative, negative energy yes. out of my hair. Yes. You know, that meant negative energy from work, mm-hmm. from, you know, life, from a poor relationship, all the things that were negative in my life. And there was a, a very condensed eight year period of that. Yes. So it's relieving. Yes, you know. it definitely is. So, yes, I think those are two of the most immediate, more immediate things that I've done. I love that in the pursuit of happiness. Well, just a quick share. My pursuit, of, and this is going back because it's almost Christmas, but my pursuit of happiness was just really opening up and uh, cooking some food for other people that didn't have family, mm-hmm. you know, that are dear friends, close, like my housemates and two other people. I hosted, uh, let me see, Karan and Miss Anita, who are my housemates. Shout out to them. And then I hosted a former roommate, uh, Julie and her new husband, Daniel, and their new 25-month-old, Ella. Wow. They, they came over and brought her over, and that was so precious and sweet to me. Yes. So, you know, to open up my house and share, and, and I made up a little baby tune for Ella Bella. Uh, you oh, know, can so, I hear so, it? Yeah. Ella Bella, how'd you get so swella? Ella Bella, where'd you get that smile? <laughs> so I the love day, it. And you know what her mom said? She smiled for the first time. She never saw the baby smile. She said, Look, she never did this. Her eyes were closed, but she smiled. Wow. That was a blessing to me. So since then, I called them and I, I did on WhatsApp and a video. Uh-huh. And I did another little ditty for them. And it goes, um, 
Ella Bella, hello, Ella Bella, you glow, Ella Bella, quite a gala, here's a kiss for your nose. Oh, <laughs> I like that, you glow part. Yeah, you glow. I glow. So, you know, I glow, here we goes, you know, when it's out in the universe, you know, it's it's just uh, powerful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I thought maybe one of these days I'll do a whole little songbook. A little baby ditties. Oh, that'd be so cute. I can't <laughs> wait to hear. But so anyway, uh, listen, so I got a couple of questions for you because I know that we got to get you out of here. So um, I have a, a little thing that, uh, well, first of all, the first question is, uh, this is a season to be jolly. So what is a reminder, a thing that you want to uh that you intend to do to bring joy. I mean, you've already kind of shared that because you just brought a lot of joy. Actually, you've already answered that question, so don't answer. We're going to go to the next question. What is, uh, what is share with our audience or our, our queen, Hazel J, what's the first thing you do in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the first thing I do... And I think I actually do it in my sleep. <laughs> I, I, um, I, whatever, I wake up telling God, thank you. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I oh, wait a minute. You got to give me a high five on that. I do. Because that's me. I do. All day long. See, that's why we do this. It's yes. all about the positive energy. Yes. I want my powerful sister love extraordinaire queens to share. And so people out there that some of you that need this, that put the smile on your face, inspiration and give you an idea. That's what it's all about. Yes. Next question. What are the three things you want people to say about you? That I want them to that, say. That about you would me. like them to say as far as your legacy. Well, can I reframe it? Okay, sure. What I know that they would say about okay, me. Okay, I like that. Is one, Hazel has a, a smile that is so contagious that will... will like kind of like transform the way they're feeling mm. um at that moment. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, yeah, so just smile just um number two would be that she's very giving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um uh Authentic? No, um, what's the word? Transparent. Okay. Like I just share. Uh-huh. Because it's about open. healing. I'm a healer. A healer. Okay. Yes. There I'm a it healer. Is. So so yeah, let me change that. So a healer and the healing happens through my smile. It happens through my giving. It happens through my Your prayers. Writing. Yes, prayers. it happens through my writing. So I'm a healer. I am also a fighter. A yes. fighter. I fight through so much. I've been fighting the majority of my life. Yes. I am also super creative. Yes. 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 And that's imminent. I, I think that that's one of the things that that uh, that mutually that we share that energy mm-hmm. between that. And yes. uh, well, 
Hazel, we go back so far, and I think I remember when you came to the class, and I saw all of these, heard all these wonderful things about you that you began sharing, and it's so wonderful from, uh, what is that, maybe almost uh, six years ago, or or 11, I mean, not 11, seven, yeah, Yeah, seven Because I was dragging my babies with me, I brought them with me, you remember when I had them? That's right! I had them both in the car seat. She was so dedicated, she was coming to a class, I was teaching an aunt. Uh Uh-huh, you were teaching it. And Hazel was just one of those beautiful you know that her spirit was sincere and dedicated. You could see a room full of 30 people, and I guarantee you the ones that are really going to come through because it means something, mm-hmm. you know, and I saw that with you. Oh, praises. So, Thank you. I mean, really honest, and um, it is heartfelt. And to have you and to have stayed in contact means yes, so much. That's I've beautiful. always felt that there was some place in the future we're supposed to do something together. To me, this is just a Look start. at this, full circle. You know, the full beginning. Circle. It's the beginning. Yes. I love this. So, you know, and then, so lastly, I'm not going to throw uh, too much on you personally, but I'd like to do something called a uh, uh, couple of things. One is the Woke Ancestor which is really about someone uh, historically in the past that has been, that maybe is not with us now today. Do you have a woke ancestor, a female that you could say that, you know, and it doesn't have to be a relative. It could be someone that, you know, uh, that inspired you. Uh, is there any person or name, let's say even when you were doing black history in at uh, Cal State, uh, San Francisco State, mm-hmm. Uh, in any of those classes, is there anyone, anyone that, that you would refer to as uh, a woke ancestor that was inspired? Actually, Ida B. Wells. Oh, okay, awesome. Yes, Ida B. Wells, and yes. that's that's wonderful. So Ida B. Wells is uh, she's known she was an educator, right? Uh, an educator by way of her poet, her poetry, a writer. Yes. yes. Ida B. Wells, she was an African-American investigative journalist, educator, uh, civil rights activist, uh, one of the founders of the NAACP, mm-hmm. as well as a poet. So she, uh, her education was Fisk University and Rusk, Rusk College. So Ida B. Wells, 18, born July 16, 1862. And she was with us in transition in 1931. So that's awesome. So we want to give it up and raise our our energy in the name of Ida B. Wells as an inspiration. If you're not too familiar with her, please look her up. That's a woke ancestor. Amen for that. And um, well, and now since we, you know, bringing up Ida B. Wells, uh, let's see, one of Ida B. Wells' quotes, famous quotes, and um, before we close out, is that the way to right, uh, right wrongs is to turn the light on the truth upon them. I love it. I'll say that again. The way to right wrongs is to turn a light of truth upon them. One other quote of Ida B. Wells is, one had better die fighting against injustice than to die like a dog or a rat in a trap. Hmm. 
Wow. How about that? You know, and these words really resonate today. You can apply to so much that's happened in 2018. Mm -hmm. We've seen a lot. We've seen a lot. So, well, my sister love and uh, our queen, Hazel J., it's the end of the year. Do you have any wonderful word, words for the end that you want to inspire or say and leave with our uh, listeners for 2018 and going into a new year? Yes, and be, you can go ahead and tap. Not, you can, from this book. <laughs> you can tap. You can tap me because I I do get long winded because I love to. That's all to right. Inspire. Let's, let's please inspire us. So what I would before I do that actually i'm going to read you this little a little passage yes okay so it says the title of it is own your purpose that's the chapter okay all right for so long i did what everyone expected me expected of me I did not I did what people validated I was good at I took action on what I perceived to be correct based on what I saw for so many years of my life do you know anyone like that let me share a story about a girl named Taylor every year Taylor watched her mom cook holiday dinner it was a big tradition so they could all go so they would all go out Taylor really enjoyed helping her mom especially being able to taste the rich, creamy coconut cake and make the glaze for the juicy, tender ham. But what she never looked forward to was having mom complaining the next day how they would not have enough money for the remaining month to prepare hearty meals for dinner. As she stood by her mom watching her, as always, prep the food for the following day. She asked her mom, Why do you chop off half the ham before you put it in a pot? Her mom replied, I do not know. I guess it was because that's what I watched your grandma do when I would help her prep for our traditional holiday dinner as a child. But baby, go ask your grandmama. Grandma, why do you and mama cut half the ham off before you put it in the pot? Grandma replied, Because your big mama did it. Now go back in the kitchen and help your mama. But for some reason, that answer did not sit well with Taylor. So Taylor called up big mama. Big mama, why do grandma and mama chop off a portion of the ham to only throw it away? Big mama replied, well, precious, back in my day, as a child, we had to make good of what we had. Since our roasting pan was too small, we could only cook half the ham. Hmm. We would have, so we would save the other half for another supper. Taylor had an aha moment. She realized that while it was okay to follow tradition, she must also question why. She realized that the reason behind the why is not given or assumed people will miss out. When the re, I'm sorry, excuse me. She realized when the reason behind the why is not given or assumed, people will miss out on so many opportunities just like her family did. She shared with her grandma and mom the reason why Big Mama cut off a portion of the ham. They all laughed as Big Mama walked through the front door with her jubilant voice as she explained to them all, it is very important to know your reason 
behind your why, behind everything you do. Mm. Believe and say. The reasons will save you time, money, and resources. More importantly, it will save you the wasted complaints. They all laughed and agreed. Never again did Mama complain to Taylor. And Taylor continuously and eagerly asked questions. So what's the point of this story? We're glad you asked. First, think about these questions. How many times in your life have you done something out of habit or you saw it work for someone else or out of tradition but missed out on an opportunity? Many times. How many times have you looked back throughout your family history to find the answers behind why they did what they did and realized it was due to a poverty-stricken mindset? Mm -hmm. How many times have you asked your boss about their rationale on a project? (laughs) Well, if you did this one too many times, no wonder why you're reading this book, right? (laughs) This is one of the reasons why I'm writing it too. Well, what I need you to what I need you to get out of this story is that it is very important to identify your values, your why factor, your personal mission in life. If not, you will miss out on an abundance of opportunities, resources, and time. Don't ever be afraid to question your why. In fact, it is wise to reflect back on your why factor and personal vision, mission, and value statements as you go through life. Sometimes you will find yourself out of alignment, which is the very reason you are not successful or wondering why you have, you're having such a difficult time. So with that, to answer your question, I mean, that pretty much summed it up. Question, don't ever settle. You want more, you seek more, you question it. You don't be afraid. You take the risk. You, you, you walk in your purpose. You, you allow yourself to be stretched. So for 2019, I challenge everyone Mm. to really just seek, look within themselves to really seek and question what do they really want to do? Not what someone else told them to do, Mm -hmm. told them that they couldn't do, told them that Mm -hmm. they could do, but what do they really want to do and go after with every bit of gusto that's within you and make it happen. And, um, you know, it's one thing to, to want it. It's another thing to, to talk about it. Mm. It's even another thing to believe it. But all of those things individually is not going to get it. You need to take action. You have to take action and you need all of those things, all of those different, um, components yeah. To 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 come together and take the action to manifest what you want, which is a transformation life. Right. So listen, you know what? I am so thankful, sister, that you came today. Listen, that means people that you need the tools to help you to thrive. And that tool means going out and getting the book, Girl, Wear Your Big Hat, Unleash Your Tailor-Made Purpose by Hazel J. Sister and Lady Day, Lady J. Okay, so 
be sure to look at the website. We're going to put the link up for the book. I encourage you to get it. And um, I'm thank you so much for coming thank by. You. This has been awesome. Thank really, I'm inspired. You. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to Sister Love Untethered and Under the, the Radar. Be sure, please, to subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. And be sure to uh, like us on Facebook. That's uh, Facebook Sister Extraordinaire. And so... We want to thank you and have a wonderful, safe, and happy holiday. Yes, thank you. And again, I'm signing off, Hazel J, your Transformation Lifestyle Coach. And you can definitely follow me at iGlow Consulting on all social media. That is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, iGlow Consulting, I-G-L-O-W Consulting. Thanks again. Much love. Much love. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.